Great Eyes and the Mouse, Season 1, Episode 23. Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. Yo, yo. And Hunter. How's it going? And this week's mouse is our sister Courtney. Hello. And like always, we're going to bring you guys some news. And uh, then for our final topic, we're going to be talking about what's wrong with Disney California Adventures Hollywood Land. Not quite a Toontown, but we're building up to that. Stop, uh, <laughs> stop hating on the Toontown. <laughs> It's like it's getting closer and closer. We're, we're just moving slowly towards it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to go ahead and get things started. So here we go. So to start off the news roundup, we're going to begin in uh, enemy territory and talk about Universal Hollywood is bringing on a Walking Dead maze year-round. It's going to be opening this summer, uh, 2016. And to me, like... I really uh, saw this and I just thought to myself, well, of course they're trying to, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get like their most popular thing, which is Halloween Horror Nights, and pull it through like as a year-long thing. So uh, the whole thing is they announced that it's going to have new space, doesn't make sense, um, and it's going to be in a new show building, and it's going to be in the front of the park, and I know that they do like, uh, I, like the last time I was there, I remember it was like a mummy maze, and I believe George said, uh, off mic that it was like uh i think they changed it over to like a movie monster one but to me i'm assuming it's taking that place um but what do you guys think about a year-long um walking dead well not year-long uh, a year-round uh walking dead maze well i looked up the press release for it and it, it's in theory it sounds cool not that it should be year-round i'm not agreeing with that in theory it should sound good but all the stuff they want to throw into it you can't throw it together in a couple of months. I read it, they're like, we want advanced animatronics in there. We want, you know, all this stuff from the show. I'm like, that's gonna... Well, have you ever long. watched, like, a YouTube of, like, the Walking Dead mazes? They have animatronics in them, and yeah. they're, like, they're, like, the same level animatronics that they did at the, uh, what was that, the, um, my, uh, their mind train or whatever? <laughs> You're just like, this is crappy. <laughs> yeah, and that's my thing, is that they're throwing it together, like, in a rush. Like, if you're gonna take something on like this you would think you would want to take longer so it looks really good so you can keep people coming through year round perhaps you know what do you think courtney any I don't, thoughts i don't like the walking dead so i didn't really care it's something that i would be like okay whatever uh, i agree i'm pretty agnostic to it like uh you know i'm not gonna be telling people not to do it but to me i don't care like it's not gonna make me go down there for it i agree with both of you guys um I mean, I saw, like, the video of, um, like, people put when, uh, they had the Halloween going on. I mean, it's pretty cool what they did, but, like, like, I'm like she's walking, uh, dead fan, so, I mean, like I said, I don't care. Yeah, and, yeah, I'm not a big, like, uh, scare fan anyway, so, for me, like, I'm, I'm completely out of the, we uh, the wheelhouse for this, so, you know, you listeners might, uh, have a different feeling about it, but, you know, for me... It, it's really, it, it kind of reminds me of like, uh, whenever we talk about a 3D show, like, you're just like, why? Like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. So, like, I mean, for me, I'm pretty agnostic to it. I, you know, I, I'm not gonna be against the fact that it's there, but at the same time, I don't care. <laughs> 
Well, just really quick before we move on, you know, just turns into like one of those that we've talked about it with 3D shows and stage shows. If I've seen it once, I've seen it a thousand times, you know? And that's an issue. Yeah, um, I will say, uh, because like, like you pointed out, like when, when it comes to a maze, like, there's so little they really have to do because realistically it's a dark, it's a dark, uh, it's dark inside there. So like, I, I've seen like the videos of uh, last year's um, Halloween Horror Nights and you could tell like parts where they just really did not try. And to me, I'm assuming that's why this is gonna go up so quickly is because they can honestly just paint areas black and that's it because they don't have to do much. But um, the one cool thing I could say is that they could change it a lot. Since it's a maze, they could go around changing things. Uh, for me, I'm assuming that Halloween Horror Nights, they're still gonna keep the Walking Dead maze going on because I know that one big thing they do with the Walking Dead maze is that they every year it's uh, whatever the last season was so it has like iconic things from that past season so i'm assuming they're going to keep that going even though this is also going on well they would kind of need to keep that going i mean because that's the big draw for for the horror nights is yeah. that people want to see this maze oh, yeah the, yeah i know in their even in their press release they stated that um you know the walking dead maze is their tent pole thing that's the thing that people come specifically mm -hmm. to see I will say once, I, I did once do the uh, Halloween, um, what is it, the... Uh, not Scary Farm? Yeah, one. Not Scary Farm. I did that once. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, the haunt. Um, I did <laughs> I did one maze, and that was it for me. I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, I will say, like, uh, I'm not like an openly frightened person, so like, <laughs> if you come up and scare me, I'm not gonna scream, but, uh, you know, I don't, I just don't care for it. My cousin Justin, however, is uh, when we did the when we did the haunt. Like the thing is, is they make you walk through like the ghost town area, and they have fog and stuff. And I still remember he was freaking out at everything. I'm walking through the fog in the front of the group, and I see some of their sliders, which are like zombies that have like these uh, shin guards, so that they slide and they like make sounds as they do it. And I saw one, he looked up at me, and he hears my cousin screaming, and he looked at me, and he just put his hand over his <laughs> mouth saying, please be quiet, and I was like, okay, and then he jumped out, my cousin got so scared, he ran away from our group, and it was funny, because you just saw the, the monster, he jumped up, and like a couple other ones jumped up, and they ran after him, because I know like, uh, my aunt used to work the, uh, scary, you know, not scary farm, uh, Halloween haunt, and she said that, if something like that happens, they have to make sure that that person gets back to us. So they, they had to go scare him back to our group, which was just amazing. <laughs> I remember too, like going through the going through the uh, maze that we did. It was like uh, horror films, and uh, I remember like for me, I was I was with uh, one of my uncles, and we started out in the middle of the group, and then somehow towards the end, I was in the front of the group, and I was just like. <laughs> Where is everyone? And then you just hear you just hear my cousin like uh, on the other side of it. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god. I actually uh, at Madame Tussauds out here, they used to have like a horror like a horror thing in there, and um, I actually did that with my wife and her friend, and they were terrified, so they hid behind me. But what they didn't realize, and I could see it throughout the whole thing, is they had multiple spots for like because it was like Jason. Uh, and uh, Freddy Krueger and stuff like that and Leatherface and there's one part where you can hear Leatherface with the chainsaw and you know they were freaked out so they're behind me and I'm looking at this area going they can jump out wherever they want to 
and I knew that what they what they were gonna do, and they did. Uh, there were spots that were behind us, and they would jump out from behind there because they could see that they were the ones scared. And I I wasn't the one like jumping or anything, so they were like, uh, whatever to him. So they just kept coming up behind us, and which made me laugh. Especially seeing them try to like get around me to get out of there. I was like, it's a narrow hallway. You're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> to move on though, uh, for Universal uh, Orlando, they actually announced today. Um, they announced like uh, the like more specifics about their truck vehicle for Reign of Kong. Um, to me, once again, I'm totally agnostic, so I really don't care. But like I listened to their, I read like their press release and stuff, and you couldn't help but read it and just think, you're what you're describing to me is basically Kilimanjaro Safari, because they're like, oh, you know, uh, we have this huge truck, and you, they show you a picture of the truck, and you're just like, okay, so it looks like the safari trucks, it's just bigger, I guess, and then they're like, oh, it's uh, trackless, so you know the driver can do what they want, and then the drivers are, there's five different driver characters that they have to be. So, um, you know, it makes it different for each one, and I'm just reading that going, so it's great movie ride, too. And, like, everything they've described to me just sounds like, it just sounds like every, uh, like a bunch of, like, Disney attractions put into one. Now, you know, power to them if it works out, but to me, I just, I don't see it happen. Because, like, I'm not a big Kong fan anyway, and I'm just, like, reading this thing, like, it doesn't sound like it's going to be that great. I know everyone online is totally different, but... I feel like with this ride, it's one of those rides where it's gonna be like, Oh, I'll go on it when it's, like, a walk-on. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe! It's not even a guarantee that I would go on stuff. Yeah, that, that's how I feel but about... But I'm not a Kong fan. Yeah. yeah, that's like, that's me, like, with a great movie ride. It's like, well, if I have to wait, I'm not gonna go on it then. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun ride, but I won't wait in a line for it. It's like a five minutes. Ah, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They could be inviting you in. Nah, not worth it, man. Well, it's like it's like the Gringotts ride. I mean, there was so much hype for it, and then I go on it. I'm just like, really? This is what the hype was for? Darkness. The hype was not real. <laughs> I mean, I guess realistically, you could compare it to um, Batman v Superman, where it's like all these people that are like so so like it, just so badly want it to be good, and they're like, look, Batman v Superman's gonna be the greatest thing ever to come, and you're just like. I, the trailers just don't don't say that, and then you just see uh, uh, which we'll talk about later. But the Civil War trailer, and you're like, there's no way, no way it can be better than Civil War. Civil War has had so much time to build up. We'll move on to that. Later. But uh, we'll get there. I'm already getting into it. But yeah, like overall, I guess we're we're pretty agnostic to it. But like I've said, you know, we we do like going to Universal Studios, you know, for we one do? day at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, one day during our nine-day trip at uh, Disney World, and then we still end up going back to Magic Kingdom. But, you know, uh, we'll see it, you know, when it's out. But, yeah, like, like I said, I'm not going to wait in line for it. It's kind of like, the I know that there's work going on for the Jimmy Fallon ride. No one cares. Let's be real. Um, that I, I can already tell you that's going to be a bust. Because it's like, it, it's just... It's it just, nothing about it sounds like it's going to be great. And then you've got the Fast and Furious ride. I've got a little more on the Fast and Furious. Even though I don't like Fast and Furious, I can believe that'll do well. Yeah. But, you know, and then you've got the King Kong thing. I'm like, King Kong, it's like, I, I don't know. I To be honest, you know, the more I think of it, the King Kong one is kind of like Avatar at Disney Animal Kingdom. I'm like, maybe it'll be good enough that people won't care that it's, 
attached to an awful franchise, but you know, it's like you're really hoping for a lot. Though I will say, the stuff I've seen for Avatar looks really great. Like, to the point where I honestly can say that I stopped caring that it was Avatar, and I was just like, it looks like it's just gonna be great to go there. Now, Reign of Kong, I've already seen a bunch of stuff of it, I've watched the videos, and I'm still in this mentality of like, eh. So, I mean, we'll see when we, when we end up going on it eventually. How are they making Jimmy Fallon into a ride? I don't even want Who to go cares? into this. Because that doesn't make sense at all. I'm sorry, Jimmy. We just don't care for you. <laughs> that, uh, that's surprising. That's going to be another podcast next time. <laughs> Why? Your cousin Jimmy's sitting at home. Why do they hate me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, to move on um, to more positive news, March Magic has returned. Yes. Woo! What we've all been waiting for. So it's starting today, which is March 15th, and it's going to be ending April 4th. Last year's winner was the Gracie uh, Manor Ghouls, and the first inaugural run was 2014 where the Caribbean Cannonballs won. Um, so right now, the way they're doing it is uh, you can buy shirts online for each team, and uh, today the matchup is uh, at Disneyland, you're going to have the Caribbean Cannonballs uh, against the Main Street Engineers, and Walt Disney World has the Gracie Manor Ghouls against the Kali River Rap Rapids Rafters. Um, so I'm pretty sure we're unanimous on who's gonna win. Yeah. That's the one thing I have to say is like when you read those, you know which two are gonna win. Cause it's the ones that, like I remember last year, um, people were online saying, I don't think uh, Haunted Mansion and Pirates are gonna make it that far this year. And I'm like, why? And I'm <laughs> like, they, they could have like done it like something awful. It could have been like uh, Caribbean pig sleeping guy. And they still <laughs> would have probably been the la one of the last two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. With the shirts, as they get eliminated, the shirts also disappear, so you gotta be careful for that if you want a certain one. Yes, uh, I was actually gonna say, so online right now, if you go to Disney Store, the, you can buy each shirt and they're $27.95. One really cool thing that I saw though is that each shirt on the back of it has the year that the ride opens, so that's awesome. That's an awesome little yeah. touch that they threw in there. That's cool. Um, also, they're going to have a 24 by 30 poster that you can purchase. Uh, so the shirts, it's a three to five week um, wait for it to arrive. But uh, the posters are a 12 to 14 day um, wait. Uh, so here are the dates. So for right now, all 32 teams you can purchase uh, from the 15th to the 24th. Uh, March 24th to 29th, it's just the 16 uh, that are left in round two. Mm -hmm. 28th to 31st, it's going to be uh, the teams for the remaining eight uh, for the remaining eight for round three. April 2nd to the 5th, it's going to be the final four teams in round four. And April 4th to the 6th, it's going to be the two remaining teams. And then April 5th to the 10th. Um, Oh, nice. Uh, it's going to be the March Magic 2016 winner. I'm assuming they're going to have a different shirt for uh, if it's the winner. Yeah, they should. Um, one, one thing I also want to point out is they have two extra shirts that I guess didn't make it into the cut because they changed a few of the teams, but uh, these two are actually really awesome. <laughs> uh, so they've got Adventureland Swirl, which has the orange bird on it, and then they've got Adventureland Dole Whip, which is, uh, I was like, oh man, like that should have been in there. But if the Dole Whip would have been in there, I would have had to win. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so I'm going to name off each side. So uh, for Walt Disney World, you've got the Gracie Manor Ghouls, 
Kali River Rapids Rafters, Star Tours Troopers, Storybook Flying Elephants, Elephants, why? <laughs> why do you name it that yeah, way? Um, Anandapur Yetis, Midway Maniacs, Hollywood Tower Hotel Bellhops, Mine Train Miners, fin- uh, Future World Phoenicians, Tom Sawyer Island Explorers, because <laughs> ours is close, but uh, <laughs> the Liberty Square Independence, Grizzly Hall Players, Progress City Gears, Tomorrowland Movers, Space Mountain Blast, Imagination Institute Dreamfinders, and then over on Disneyland you've got the Caribbean Cannonballs, Main Street Magic, or uh, Main Street Engineers, uh, Tiki Room, I'm just making teams up now. <laughs> People, like, no one even cares. So. <laughs> no, the uh, Tiki Room Harmony, Soarin' Gliders, because it is our ride, okay? Um, Toad Hall Mayhem, Nemo Voyagers, Small World Travelers, Wonderland Teacups, Abominable Snowmen, Radiator Springs uh, Lowriders, Never, uh, Neverland Crocs, Jungle Cruise Skippers, Big Thunder Mountain Goats, Briar Patch Splash, Buena Vista Red Car Trolleys, and the Haunted Mansion Holidays. So, uh, which, uh, I was wondering, which of these teams do you, are you guys interested in seeing? Uh, if it's me, I like the Independence, but I'm also a big, uh, uh you know, fan of Matterhorn, yeah. so I, yeah. I'd love to see the Snowman. Hunter's going for Independence, because we're not commies here on this <laughs> show. <laughs> Darn right! <laughs> I like the Soren's, uh, Sliders. Uh, the Gliders? Yeah, the Gliders, yeah. I have to say, like, uh, I know I've been getting really big on it, but the uh, Phoenicians, I love that that's that's yeah. one on there. What about you, Courtney? I like the Yetis and the Goats. <laughs> but, you know, uh, a big one on it that I like seeing is the uh, the People Mover. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I'm also, I don't know, I'm like a little surprised slash also not very surprised that we added uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday in there. But, yeah. you know, it is cool that we've uh, that we're representing on there. Um, I noticed though, like, one thing I noticed is that, like, Walt Disney World, a lot of their rides are, like, Disneyland rides, too. Yeah. While, like, Disneyland, like, a lot of those rides are actually, like, only specific to Disneyland. Um, the Haunted Mansion, uh, Jack Skellington looks pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Haunted Mansion Holiday one yeah. does look pretty cool. I have a question for you guys. I mean... I think they have a deal right now, right? Buy two, it's like 44 or something yes, like that. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, if you guys had to buy two shirts, what would it be? Josh? No, <laughs> I was going to go last. Oh, I guess, uh, I'll go. Courtney? I would want the goats and the yetis. <laughs> you have to go with the independence. <laughs> and uh, I'd probably actually just go with the Dole Whip as a second one, actually. Wait a minute. It's off-brand, but you know. I just want to bring this up. The Gracie Manor Ghouls has the, um, it has a hatbox ghost on it. What? He is not from there. (laughs) (laughs) That is a specific Disneyland reference. Cheater. (laughs) What a bunch of cheaters. (laughs) I would still stick with the Soaring Gliders or the Neverland uh, Crocs. Crocs, yeah. What about you, Josh? I wanna, yeah, this is a hard decision because it's like I want to represent like my favorite rides, but then at the same time I'm like, you know, I always represent them anyway. I guess if I really had to decide, it'd have to be. I'd have to. I think I'd have to go with the Tomorrowland Movers and the Future World uh, Phoenicians, just because those are like 
very random references for him <laughs> to be on there. So, or like, the, it, it makes it just, like, a little better. Or the Dreamfinders. <laughs> yeah. The Dreamfinders that doesn't feature Dreamfinder. That Dole Whip <laughs> is pretty cool. Yeah, the Dole, Dole Whip, Whip one is pretty cool. Um, yeah, but, uh, like, I know uh, I said this last year on, uh, online, but it's like, I know what the two last names are going to be. It's going to be Haunted, Ma Haunted Mansion and uh, Pirates, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see which ones get eliminated, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll keep you guys up to date. <laughs> so, uh, uh, other news. So, Joy and Sadness are now joining Epcot's uh, uh, expanding character spot. And they're going to be joining Baymax. And uh, they actually had a picture of it. And it looks pretty cool, um, the way that they decided to do it. But um, I know a lot of people were wondering. Uh, I saw it on the Disney Parks blog. People were asking if they were going to ever bring back... Um, what is that? Uh... Uh, Baymax and Hero to Disneyland, and I was just like, no. You know they're not. <laughs> like, Dang. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Disneyland, Disneyland, like, we don't have the spacing for stuff like that, so it's like, for us, like, when we get rid of stuff, it's like, it's gone. That's how it works. Always a good characters. Yeah, that's true. They are great characters. <laughs> for the sadness and joy, are they gonna do one where they have all of the different emotions? They should, because I think No, it's, it's just them two, but uh, the way they set up the uh, meet and greet, they have a picture of it, and I was actually very surprised, because it looks really good, the way that they, they decided to do it. Um, if I can find it. Oh, here it is. It'd be cool if they carry, if they hold on that little ball, the... The, the memory? Memories. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually set it up to look like the uh, control center oh, from that's the cool. movie, which I was like, that totally makes yes. it worth going to. Just to see it like that. Just like the Baymax one, I know they have it set up to look like a Hero's Garage. Um, but you know, that's a that's a cool thing if you want to uh, go do your meet and greets. I like that they're bringing more like different characters to Epcot because like before it was just like straight to, you know, Mickey Mouse and friends. And now that, you know, they brought in Baymax and now they're bringing in Joy and Sadness. I know they still have, it's uh, I believe it's Mickey, Minnie, Goofy and Donald in there, but it's good to see that they're bringing more in there. Yeah. So we'll move on from that. So uh, one of the original, like, um, how do I want to put this? One of the original, like, uh, selling points of the Magic Bands was the interactivity you could do with it. Because the whole thing is like, okay, so inter uh, Magic Bands were uh, based on the fact that with all of your information on that band, it meant that they could see everything you do. Of course, there's a little shady stuff because they can see exactly your patterns for things because they can they know what rides you go on and what like your timing of things. But um, the cool thing that they sold it on is that you could do interactive things in the rides. And I know there's been lots of like uh, rumors of doing this stuff before. Like they had worked on um, actually having a um, like a what is it like a like a three or not a 3ds but a nintendo ds system where you could rent it and uh there were like interactive stuff you could do in the lines and interactive stuff on the rides but then they ended up not going with that because they found that um you know the thing was is that families didn't want their kids on their phones or on you know on a game system and then they also uh because i believe it was like I want to say it was like $40 or something like that to rent the system and people didn't like the idea that they had basically they were selling it like if you pay more you can have a better experience and people don't like hearing that now with the 
magic bands, they were like, oh, well, since we have this, we can actually put in things where they can talk straight to you. Yeah. So this is the first of it. Um, last week, uh, they decided to add into Small World. Uh, it's a Small World at uh, Magic Kingdom. At the end of it, where it says goodbye, they actually have a couple screens, and uh, it says a greeting of goodbye to you, specifically. And uh, I saw this, and I immediately, I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is something that's totally worth having the Magic Bands for. And that would make me write Small World. <laughs> yes, with that nasty, I know I've said it before, that nasty <laughs> uh, window where you can see um, Pinocchio's Village Hoss, where kids got their slobber and... <laughs> Just boogers, boogers everywhere. <laughs> but, yeah, this is, like, a really cool thing. I know one thing they've said before was, like, for pirates, that they would have, like, the same kind of thing in it. Um, so I'm I'm assuming that, like, even though the, um, the uh, you know, executive who actually pushed Magic Bands through, he actually got fired because of how expensive Magic Bands ended up costing. It's cool to see that, like, the stuff that he sold it on are now finally starting to happen. So, uh, like... You know, what, what do you, how do you guys feel about Magic Bands? Uh, you know, I know, like, I'm going to say straight up, because, uh, of course, we didn't have this podcast where Magic Bands first happened. We were first, like, pretty against Magic Bands, because we were like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I don't need this system, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, the more and more that you get out of it, we're starting to see, like, this is actually a really great system, and it's a really cool thing to have. Yeah, yeah, the second you shared it, I watched the video. I read the <clears throat> the post that I think it was my chat did. I was like, this is impressive. This is what we've been waiting for. I mean, we already like the Magic Man, but they're just adding, you know, more fun into it for us. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, um, I, I just see this as like a complete positive for the Magic Bands. I definitely like the way that they're doing stuff like this. I would like to see something for Haunted Mansion because they're already doing like that little video thing when you're going through each panel, how like the traveling ghosts do stuff to you. Yeah. So I would like to see that added, like where you could get the video. I wonder how that would work though, if uh, they were, if they knew your, cause like the whole thing is they just know your name. Yeah. So I wonder how that would work if you did it with that system. Yeah, I that, think that'd be pretty cool. That's pretty, that's, right now that's a pretty like uh, sophisticated system anyway to do like that face swapping. Like uh, I believe we said it on here, but if not, I'm just gonna repeat myself. Um, the uh, face recognition software that they put into the um, Haunted Mansion at Disney World uh, they actually had come up with the patent like 10 years ago, but after like 9-11 and stuff, the uh, U.S. government actually took it from Disney and they, well, they asked if they could do it and uh, they asked that Disney not use it for 10 years and they've been using it in the cameras at uh, airports so that when they're looking for someone, this facial recognition system that Disney created can actually go, uh, it can scan a bunch of faces and tell you which one is like the closest to the one you're looking for. And uh, it's funny because like that is completely not what they made this system for, but it totally worked out that way for the government. Disney is unintentionally keeping America safer. Yes. <laughs> With the Magic Bands though, like while me and mom were in Disneyland last, it looks like they're gonna bring it to Disneyland because they were doing like little dry runs over at the Space Mountain. Yeah, I I do know I do know that Magic Bands uh, they want it in Disneyland, but there's also a lot of things that are different about Disneyland, yeah. which re- would require like different ways to do it. Um, I will say I know Disneyland has been very um, against it and very hesitant because of how much it costs. But the way I see it is, I'm like it is a cool it is a cool system, 
and especially as a um, you know for us as annual pass holders it, I think it would be very useful to be like oh I just have to bring this band with me yeah, yeah. you know over in uh, it's a small world I think that's perfect where you can put your name whatever but I don't understand Pirates of the Caribbean uh, I mean the only thing I could think of was like uh, you know, Universal, when they have E.T., it tells you your name. Like, Jack Sparrow at the end, like, yo, ho, have a good day. Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do know that that was kind of what they were they were shooting for. It's like, you know, the talking skeleton, that it would be kind of with that. Or, uh, you know, the Jolly Roger, that it would be something like that. Um, of course, that was like, uh, I want to say that was like eight years ago that they were talking about that. So, you know, it's I'm sure they've got different ideas now, but... You know, that's what I'm saying though, it's like, I know the Small World one was like part of that, where they were like, oh, we could do this in it, and the same thing with the Pirates, so I wonder if these things are finally starting to get underway. But you know, I, I see Magic Bands, yeah, they cost a lot, but it's like, the further out we get, uh, and the more, uh, the better they have it working, it's just becoming like a much better system. It's uh, definitely like, uh, one thing I can uh, definitely agree with being from Disneyland is a cut down on the wait times to actually get inside the park because it's since you just go up there and you scan it and then you do your finger it you get through way quicker even though they have cast members there you know the thing is is it's just faster and uh then you've got um the uh, the fast pass is still an issue i still think that fast pass should they should have just adopted the fast pass system in it the the same way except instead of printing out a ticket you scan it into your uh your magic band that would have made more sense but mm -hmm. i do know that like another thing is like they're they don't like that people you know people use just the fast pass and that's it but my thing too is that it's like one easy thing with magic bands is it's easier to make people have to show up during their fast pass time because it goes away when it's gone you don't physically have a ticket so it makes it easier to be like well you missed your time sorry yeah, and then I don't like how when you get your fast passes in Disney World, how you also had to get like a crummy ride that you wouldn't, really wouldn't need it for. Yeah, yeah, that's like the whole way that they do it at Disney World just doesn't make sense. You know what they should, should do? You know when like regular people when they get fast pass, all they need is just one person and get like all their tickets. Instead, everyone have to go and get their fast pass with their band. I think that's gonna be that'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, actually, I I do know that's another thing they don't uh, they're not a big fan of is how people will just be like, oh, everyone give me your ticket and I'll go get the fast passes because they're just like, no, you're cheating our system by being like, oh, I'll be the only one grabbing all the fast passes. Yeah. So uh, it would it would make it would make a lot more accountability to be uh, to be totally honest. Yeah, I I see though like the future for Magic Bands are just going completely well. So uh, we're gonna move into something I'm actually very, very yeah. excited about. And I know Hunter is too, because they actually decided to add in his his crummy phone. You're but sad. Uh, <laughs> they announced uh, they announced via Twitter. No one knew this was like going on at all either, which is so funny. Like the way they announced it, like everyone was like in the dark, especially on the release date. So they announced, uh, a, I think it was yesterday actually, uh, that there's a new app coming out from Disney called Magic Kingdoms and uh, it's going to be for iOS which is Apple, Android if you're you know you live in the past and Microsoft phone if uh, you just really don't like having a phone. <laughs> um, but the whole thing is it's a freemium game where you are building your own uh, Magic Kingdom style park. So uh, it comes with a lot of like things. 
I know we went over some of them and uh, it's kind of funny because a lot of the attractions are Disneyland attractions because they have like California Screaming, uh, Mickey's Fun Wheel, uh, the Astro Orbiter is very obviously our Astro Orbiter. <laughs> um, but you know the whole thing is, uh, once again, um, so this is a freemium game so the whole thing is that you're going to purchase, uh, you get the game for free and uh, everything in it is free. Uh, I'm sure they'll have like a bunch of items that aren't free, but uh, most items are going to be free, but you have to build these items and the, uh, uh, when you build them, you get a timeline of when they're going to be done being built. So the whole thing is, it's like Clash of Clans or uh, any of those games where it's like, you know, you put it down and it's like, oh, four hour build time. So you have to wait four hours for it to be done. Um, and then you've got like gems and stuff so you can uh, speed them up, but you have to purchase gems. Um, one thing I will say, if you go on the website right now, the uh, official website for the Magic Kingdoms app, you actually can um, pre, uh, you can register for the game uh, using uh, connecting it with your Facebook, and you get 15 um, like points for it. And then if you share it, you get uh, 25 for that. And the whole thing is that it's to uh, if you do this the, before the game comes out, you actually will uh, get the. Um, what is it the diamond anniversary uh, ear hat like shop which I saw that and I was like I need this thing on there um, <laughs> so this app, this app will be coming out March 17th though so that's uh, two days away so uh, we're patiently waiting for this yes first off I'm registering as soon as I get home but the other thing this is just clarification for me really quick that that Mr. Iker is clearly Clearly listening because he hears you guys ratting on my phone all the time. He's like give, give hunter something. He's got nothing They make fun of him for everything. He's sitting there. Well, I have a Microsoft phone and uh, I think it's very useful And we're like, yeah, we know <laughs> Anyone else have anything they want to add about the Magic Kingdoms app? It does have a kind of stupid storyline. It has like the same storyline as the new Fantasyland where it's like Maleficent has put a dark spell over uh, the Magic Kingdom, making it so that the park is like completely gone, and now it's on you to build it back up. Which I'm just like, I didn't need the storyline. You could have just been like, you're Walt Disney, and you're building your own park. <laughs> like, I would have been fine with that storyline. I want to know though, can I build? Can I name it myself? Because if so, it's going to be Joshington. That's that's just how it's gonna be. Um, I did see too in the like video that I showed you guys. Um, I'm not sure if you noticed, but they have the partner statue in it. So I'm like, I'm I'm like, okay, that's a must. That's gonna be in there. Uh, really quick, I know we said this off mic, and this is a cool idea. I'm I'm looking forward to it. But at the same time, it's like it's Roller Coaster Tycoon. We could have released this on the PC. Yeah, Which that's, that's true, just but a little bit. There is like a roller coaster tycoon on uh, PC or uh, um, not PC on the phone. It's really crummy. It's roller coaster tycoon four, and it's just I just the worst because it's a freemium, and I'm like I don't want it to be freemium. But uh, to move on, we're gonna move into movies now. So uh, we alluded to it earlier. So. The Captain America Civil War trailer came out officially unveiling Spider-Man to, uh, I want to say mixed reviews online. Some people are really excited, some people are really hating on the way he looks. I will say, I totally agree, He this is the closest interpretation of the comic book version, but I also don't care that he- Because I've, I've never been against the way that Spider-Man looks, except 
The only one I was against was the gold eye Spider-Man from Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't understand that. Uh, really quick, because I'm I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. That's my favorite superhero. So when they That's unveil everyone's favorite, shut up. <laughs> you. And you know, you know, he comes into the screen. I don't understand people. Do you like Batman too? I hate Batman. <laughs> No, I'm just messing with you. But uh, seriously... No, he, he likes Superman. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps in the frame, right? And I know that people had issues with it. But my thing was exactly what you said. I love the fact that it's a close interpretation to what he wore in the comics. I have nothing against any of the other uniforms except for Gold Eye Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I was actually... I thought it was interesting that his eyes moved yeah. to, to give you expression. Is that gonna be like Tony Stark like, included for his eyes, though? That's what I was feeling, and he called him under. So I was like, did he give him like an advanced suit? Yeah, um... I had to figure that out. I am wondering too about that, because like in the... Anyone that read Civil War, the comic, you would know that uh, in the comic book, uh, he gives him the Iron Spider suit because Spider-Man teams up with uh, Iron Man on his position. And it's pretty obvious we're not going to get that, but because he's not uh, um, a hero in it, um, an established hero. But I'm also, like, there's a lot of things I'm wondering about. Because, like, one of the big things in Marvel Civil War is that when Spider-Man aligns himself with uh, Iron Man as a big show of, like, his support of uh, the superhero registration, he actually unmasks himself before, like, live television. And that's, like, a seminal event because it's just like, oh, my God, like, no one's a, no one knew he was Peter Parker. And there's like a great shot where it's like J. Jonah Jameson like fainting basically when he sees that it's Peter Parker. But, you know, he's not an established hero in, uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so it's like you're not going to get the same effect out of it. So I'm assuming we're not going to get that scene. Uh, my thing, though, is, again, I haven't read Civil War all the way through. I'm, I'm waiting to get it on Amazon right now. And isn't it like towards the end, they, in one of the other storylines, his family gets attacked because he unveils himself, and isn't that when he kind of realizes that this thing isn't really a good idea? I'm just curious. Oh yeah, the, gonna... the villains all come after him, like almost yeah. immediately. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> thing is that, I know they're not going to have that, because again, we haven't seen this new Spider-Man in his own film yet. You also get Dark Avengers <clears throat> out of this. Yeah. You get Norman Osborn as the Iron Patriot. There's a lot of cool things in the comics, but I, I don't we know. know we're not going to yeah, get You're not going to get these in the yeah. movie. Um... Uh, as we were saying earlier, though, like, you know, I, I will definitely say my favorite hero overall, especially as a comic book fan, is Batman. Because Batman's the ultimate hero in any universe. <laughs> Even when it's Thomas Wayne Batman, he's the ultimate hero. Thomas Wayne Batman but, is the best Batman. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Batman v Superman is probably the, like, worst looking superhero film I've seen in quite a while. Like... I will definitely say, it doesn't look as bad as Fantastic Four reboot, but it definitely does not look as good as, say, uh, Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, like, not to mention, the early review already came out for it, where the reviewer said, if you loved Man of Steel, you will love Batman v Superman, which I was just like, you basically just said half of you are going to absolutely hate this garbage. I don't even know what this Batman versus Superman is supposed to be about because, like, the commercial game. Well, it's pretty obvious. Too. It's a very pro-Trump film. This. <laughs> it's all, it's all about Batman going. He's an alien. We can't trust him. And you're just like, oh, sounds like you're talking about Muslims. <laughs> well, I don't get it because we're yeah. also doing a Batman we've never seen before. Yeah, and it's an old Batman, and then like everything's through reference. It's just like oh, I just don't. Yeah, it's, I don't. Yeah, care. it's. it's 
Dark Knight Returns Batman. Yeah, that too. The <laughs> Frank Miller awful version of Batman is the one we're getting. And, you know, my thing is, is like, I wanted to like uh, Zack Snyder so much because I, I did enjoy 300 and I enjoyed his director's cut Watchmen. But it's like, everything else he's done is just garbage. Sucker Punch sucks. You, uh, what is that other awful POS film? Um, oh, Man of Steel? Garbage. Like, I'm just like, I just... And it's a sequel to Man of Steel, so it's like, I don't want to see this. Well, that's the issue with him, is it's like, he's trying to regain his former glory with his two good films, and you're like, you can't just keep making the same movie. Oh, no, that, he did not get any glory from Watchmen. A lot of people well, were very against Watchmen. Okay, well, let me, let me cut this back then. He's trying to regain his former glory with 300, but you're like, you're just making the same movie... 15 times over. Yeah, and then like it's just the destruction you already see and then he's already given away too much in the trailer I mean one thing I applaud Marvel on is every trailer for Civil War you really don't get much out of it You're getting a lot you're I feel like all they're doing is they're giving you longer scenes of what they've already shown you so like uh, you know for me like Civil War I will say I'm a Captain America fan though so Civil War is the movie but like I said, I'm a I'm an ultimate Batman hero or fan, so it's just like it would have been Batman v Superman, but it's just it, yeah. you know they're giving you too much at once. It's like oh, and they won't stop announcing other people being in it. Aquaman's gonna show up, Flash is gonna show up, and Cyborg's gonna be in it. I'm like I don't want a I don't want to know that. <laughs> B why do you keep telling me these things? And then like I'm just like. You're trying to introduce me to a Batman who's apparently already retired from being Batman and he's coming back out of retirement to fight Superman. So I'm like, so I don't know anything about him. That's what you're telling me. Apparently, uh, they're introducing the whole thing that, you know, uh, Tim Drake, or not Tim Drake, uh, what is his name? Whatever. Uh, the the uh, second Robin died and uh, Joker keeps sending him letters making fun of it. You know, let, uh, you let one of your family die. Ha 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 ha. Joke's on you. Whatever. I don't care. I don't need these storylines. It's like he, he wants to base it on the comics, but he doesn't know how to do it right. What he needs is he needs Jeff Johns. Because, like, I look at the Flash TV show and the Arrow, and, like, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. You're like, you need that. You need someone who is a comic book writer, who is... And at that, Jeff Johns is, like, widely considered, like, one of the best comic book writers. He introduced things like Flashpoint, which, to me, quite honestly, Flashpoint is the best comic book uh, like uh, crossover I've ever read. I'm just like, you need this guy in there telling you this is the character. Because I guarantee you, he would not have allowed Man of Steel to end with him destroying Metropolis or him fighting the you know, Kryptonians at his farmhouse and then throwing them into Smallville's Main Street, which makes no sense. He was just like, eh, screw it. Destroy the town while we're at it, bros. Uh, it's just garbage. That's what I see. Um, I was actually watching the trailer of uh, the last one, the last trailer of Batman vs. Superman. And there's a part when Superman tried to punch Batman, but Batman blocked it. Yeah, the armored suit blocked right. it. I think that's the biggest thing that killed it. Because I, I'm guessing that's supposed to be like the biggest moment of Batman, and they show it on the trailer. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel that exciting either. Yeah. That's And then, not to mention, and everyone says it already, you already showed me Doomsday, so I already know that they don't <laughs> fight each other for that long. Like Civil War, the trailers lead you to believe that this is just completely them fighting each <laughs> other, and that's it. 
Like you don't like I do know uh, from the stuff that they were releasing early is that of course they do j have to join back to each other to fight against uh, you know a common enemy. But the thing is, is that they're not showing that to you yet because they want you built up on hashtag Team Iron Man, hashtag Team Cap. Which, by the way, John Boyega, who was Finn, is Team Cap, so we're on the right or, side. Team yeah. Cap, hashtag Team Cap. Yeah. Always. Uh, uh, I just feel like I'm like, Marvel, and, and I, I read it uh, on Facebook the other day, like, someone said it the best on uh, the comic book uh, collecting fan group I'm on. Uh, someone said they're like, you know, I'm a big DC fan when it comes to comics, but the thing is, is that Marvel, when it comes to Civil War, you've had 10 plus years building up to this moment, and you've seen everything leading up to it, and you, you get the hints, and then especially Age of Ultron hints so much at it. So it's like, for us, this has been a long time waiting. Batman v Superman is them just being like, oh, here you go. Hope you like it. Please buy this. Uh, well, the other thing, though, is that Again, we've had 10 years building up to this, so when we finally hit this point where we're going to be seeing this movie, we're going to probably be saying in that movie, Oh, Tony, don't. Oh, Steve, no. Yeah. You know what's funny is that, remember the Batman-Superman movie the, from, uh, the, um, you know, from the TV show? Why was that a better movie than what looks like Batman v <laughs> Superman is? Because, like, in, in that... It's like Superman just does, or uh, Batman just does all this stuff just like to get under Superman's skin. Like one of the biggest things is he takes Lois Lane out on a date, just, almost like just so he can be like, "That's right, so your girl, I'm Batman." <laughs> and, and then even in that, like they they do fight each other for a little while, and then of course they team up against Lex Luthor, which it looks like that's what Batman v Superman is. But like it was a better interpretation of the fight because it's like. Batman doesn't trust Superman because th what they need to establish is Batman doesn't trust anyone in general. That's who he is. That's like one of his biggest issues. But the thing is, is that Batman also has to find out like uh, actually Jeff Johns like Justice, uh, you know, Justice League number one. He meets Green Lantern and he fights with Green Lantern because he doesn't trust Green Lantern. And, you know, that's the thing is that's Batman. Now... For them to show him as a hate monger and a specious, <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. Like for me, the smallest thing they could have done is it could have just been, you know, Batman going, you know, uh, I don't trust Superman, uh, or even if it was that, like, cause like they show you him fighting with Alfred and Alfred's like, I think he's trying to do good. I would love for, all they needed was Batman to be like, oh, really? What I see is destruction. All I see is a guy who needs to be, uh, you know, brought in because he apparently thinks he can just do whatever he wants. Yeah. And mind you, that is what Iron Man is saying in Civil War, which he straight up says in the trailer where yeah. he's like, you know, we need, uh, we, we need to be supervised. Uh, you know, someone has to tell us that, you know, we can't do things like that. We can't be destroying cities and getting away with it. And, and then he's like, you know, what's the difference between us and the bad guys? You're like, perfect interpretation. Uh, it's... I'm just, still, yeah. I'm still hashtag keep team cat, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then that's the thing too is I've I've heard that the test screen uh, or the screen uh, the test audiences for Captain America: Civil War that by the end of the movie people are still arguing who was actually right, and I'm just like that's what you want. You want it to still be a, like a thing where it's your interpretation decides who was the right one. But to move on to probably the biggest news we could have gotten. This came out today. 
Um, Disney officially announced that Indiana Jones 5 will be coming to us in 2019. And Walt Disney Studios chairman Alan Horn actually uh, stated in his release, he said, Indiana Jones is one of the greatest heroes in cinematic history, and we can't wait to bring him back to the screen in 2019. It's, a rare, uh, it's rare to have such a perfect combination of director, producers, actor, and role. And we couldn't be more excited to embark on this adventure with Harrison and Steven. So they officially announced that July 19, 2019, Harrison Ford will be returning to the title role of Indiana Jones in a fifth film that has yet been, uh, been uh, named. With Steven Spielberg in the director's chair and Frank Marshall and Kathleen Kennedy returning to produce the film. And I read this and I was like, yes! Every sense of- I'm wearing my Indiana Jones hat now. That's how excited I am. Yes, and getting a new- uh, I mean, first off, it was great to, uh, to finally get clarification because we knew that, that Harrison Ford was returning, but I hated all the talk about him not coming back. So when they were like, he's back, and guess who we brought back with him? Yeah, every- it's like- you know, and yeah, I, I do understand a lot of people are like, he's 70 years old. He doesn't look 70 years old, first of all. I mean, anyone, I saw a few people on Twitter saying, but he's 70 years old. It's like, how many of us in, uh, yeah, 73, as George is pointing out. Um, how many of us watching Force Awakens thought to ourselves, that is a very old man. I, I felt like that when I saw Princess Leia. I was like, now that is a very old man right there. <laughs> However, Harrison Ford as Han Solo, I was like, this fool, he just seems like, he just forever will be Harrison Ford. He will never be wheelchair bound or anything. Like, he, he just keeps going. He's too strong. I'm really glad that they already announced all this because I was getting annoyed with the Chris Pratt's gonna be Indiana Jones. Yeah. That was annoying me. I was like, really? Yeah, I'm like, Chris Pratt can't be your solve for everything. Remember when Shia LaBeouf was our solve for everything? Or Tom Hardy? Or Jeremy Renner, like, come on, guys, like, give it up. Uh, Chris Pratt already has the closest thing he can be to Indiana Jones, which basically was Owen Grady. Owen Grady in Jurassic World is basically Indiana Jones without a hat. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, I'm super excited to, especially that it's Harrison Ford coming back. Um, uh, as one of my friends pointed out, he's like, oh, Harrison Ford returning uh, at his age it would make Indiana Jones uh, having to be in the 60s, and he's like, I want to see him punching hippies for two hours straight. <laughs> That's magic right there. But, um, no, like, uh, you know, I, I'm excited, and I feel like, if anything, the fact that Disney is in on it now is really going to make it that... Because, like, it's the same thing with Force Awakens. I feel like they're going to look at it, and they're going to be like, this movie has to be everything they want to see. Because, you know, even though I, uh, I did enjoy um, Crystal Skull, it wasn't the best one, but I enjoyed it. I will say that, like, um, you know, I, I agree that, you know, it could have been better. And I feel like Disney, they, they had the same attitude with Star Wars. They were like, one, two, and three were bad. They're like, people still hate on them. They're like, we need Force Awakens to be what everyone wants it to be. And I feel like that's what they're going to do with Indiana Jones is they're going to be like, look, this has to be everything the fan wants it to be. We don't want people going in there just like, nope, can't do this. And I, I will say there's a lot of talk that Chris Pratt's already uh, involved with it. And I believe he even said that, no, he said that they haven't talked to him because people were saying that they talked to him. But um, there's talk that 
there's already talk that Indiana Jones 5 is going to be a movie where he kind of passes on uh, the role. Um, so I'm assuming like that they're going to basically introduce someone else to, you know, that's going to take over. You know, what Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be until he went crazy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's my thing about it. Do it. <laughs> Just do it. No, uh, Don't let your dreams be dreams, Hunter. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but... Tomorrow yeah. is said yesterday. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, everything he said in that thing, you're just like, uh, you're insane. Tomorrow, you said that yesterday. Uh, but you know, with this, again, I, I'm going to go back to what you said. Crystal Skull was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't the best, but everything is better than Temple of Doom. Yes. I'm sorry, guys. It's just how it is. Which is funny, because <laughs> Temple of Doom has, like, the most iconic stuff in it, but it's like Back to the Future, where it's like, Back to the Future 2 is the worst one, but it has the most iconic things in it. I bet you anything the new one, Short Round, is going to come back. That would I would awesome. love that. <laughs> and, you know, Mr. Iger, I know you're listening. I will be Short Round in that movie. <laughs> I will be older Short Round for you. <laughs> I don't care. He doesn't even care if he has to wear a Yankees hat to do it. It wouldn't even make sense. They'd be like, but you're 30, and Short Round should be like 50 at yeah. this point. He's <laughs> like, hey, buddy, his name is Dr. Jones. <laughs> <gasps> but, uh, what am I, Christian Bale? <laughs> the second he puts on the fedora. <laughs> <laughs> the second he puts on the hat, he becomes someone else. Yeah, I, I don't know, like, um, yeah. We're, we're very excited, though, for this. Uh, I, I can guarantee, I, I think, I really honestly believe this is gonna definitely be a, a great movie. But yeah, I will agree that at his age, he can't do more. But I do know he wanted to do this one, and uh, I, as I've said before, and I've said it, uh, I think I said it on like a four or five podcasts ago, that um, it was released that part of his deal to come back as Han Solo was he wanted another Indiana Jones. So we knew this was coming, but it's great to see the confirmation. But but not only that, what did we say the second he, that, that this report came out that he was like, I'll do Star Wars if we do more indie. I, I'm pretty sure Disney was probably saying that. Whisper to each other. It's a win-win. Yeah. Just act like he's got power. Yeah, they're <laughs> All like, right. They were like, oh, really? Oh, we were going to ask you that anyway. Uh, I just had like a said that they were like, give us a moment to talk about this. They're all in the hallway. Does he even realize this is a win-win for us? Just, just make him think that, that it was a hard <laughs> decision. I guess, Mr. Ford. <laughs> and the hair's like, yes! <laughs> but, uh... All right, so uh, we're going to end that there, and we'll be coming back to you guys with our main feature as we ride off into the sunset. (laughs) (laughs) So if you made it this far, past our 53 minute, uh, very long-winded, short amount of news segment, uh, we're now at our main event, as you can say. Uh, So this is uh, What's Wrong With Disney California Adventure, uh, Hollywoodland. So Hollywoodland, when it originally opened with Disney California Adventure in 2001, was called the Hollywood Backlot. Um, now this area has like forever been considered kind of an after that. So right now you can currently see they've got the Disney Animation uh, um, like studio where you've got Animation Academy, Character Close-Up, Sorcerer's Workshop, and Turtle Talk with Crush. Sorry, uh, I. I never knew that's part of uh, the um, Hollywood. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, but you also got the Hyperion Theater, which is going to have that awful, frozen, forgettable show in it. Um, Disney Junior Live on Stage, uh, Hollywood Back, 
backlot stage. That's where they like do like those performances, like for schools. Um, the Matt Tea Party, which is also leaving soon to be replaced by nothing. Monsters Inc. Mike and Sully to the Rescue, which replaced Superstar Limo, which was a forgettable ride too. Uh, Muppet Vision 3D, which is a forgettable attraction because it hasn't even been there for years and no one seems to care that it's not there. Red Car Trolley, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and then you've got Stage 17, which houses nothing for right now. Really quick, that's a lie about Muppet Vision. Because, you know, nobody cares that it's not there, but at the same time, whenever we threaten to take it away, it's a timeless classic. This is a terrible travesty. Do you, do you watch it? Well, no. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't find Superstar Limo to be a forgettable ride. Oh, it's not there, so. <laughs> it was a great wrong. ride. You guys remember we went on it like what? Every time we went. Oh, it was one I of like. I will. It was one of like five <laughs> rides that they actually had. So, but <laughs> um. Your will. You know, like the whole thing is when when we do these, uh, you know, uh, what's wrong with whatever land? We try to come up with like a something we can change inside of it. Now, uh, I'm gonna go first, and I wanna say, there's been a lot of talk, like, of, like, re-theming the whole thing, because the whole, the whole argument is that the Hollywoodland idea just doesn't work, because it turns into, like, a Disney Hollywood Studios, where it's, it just turns into just a dumping ground of everything. Now, um, I know that we also know that the, uh, you know, Captain America and Spider-Man soon will be doing meet and greets there. You've already got Incredibles doing meet and greets, Disney Junior characters. This is really just a dumping ground. That's what this area has become. Now, um, for me, I would prefer that they just retheme the whole area. Now, there's been talk, and I know we've talked about it before, that they wanted to turn part of it into Monstropolis, uh, which I was for. And then there was also talk about this becoming, uh, you know, the Marvel area, which I'm also for. So for me, I would definitely say Marvel is what I think is, it's here to stay, so there's no reason and Disneyland has no, like, uh, any contracts that prevent anything, so that could be, like, uh, you know, the, um, it, it could be definitely, like, uh, you know, the place to go for Marvel. Now, the way I would do it is I would just gut this whole area. Just, just because, like, just to be evil. No, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the, uh, the Disney uh, animation area, I would just, I think you could turn that into like a shield, like a shield training center. So it'd be like a cool thing for like families to go into, especially kids could get their part by going in there and having fun. Um, you get, uh, you go into like uh, Muppet Vision and Stage 17, I would actually connect these buildings. And what I would like to see is uh, the Iron Man ride that they're planning for, I think it's Hong Kong Disneyland. Mm -hmm. We could do that in there because Realistically, it's just um, Star Tours, but you could uh, you could do it inside of there um, And uh, then you get over to I would be sad to see Monsters Inc. go But I think you could turn that into like a dark ride for kids for Marvel Avengers um, You could even do it Lego Marvel Avengers whatever you want, but uh, like something that for kids that they would actually enjoy um, Well, I think they'd enjoy anything, but <laughs> um, you could do it Marvel um, the uh, back um like stage that they have uh well that huge like uh sound stage that used to be the abc soap opera bistro i think that could be a restaurant too because like um one thing we've talked about before is disneyland is really big on restaurants so like you could do like a nice dining inside of there 
It's like if you order, yes, can I have the hero burger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could do something like that. Like, um, you know, you just do all of this as Marvel. Um, I would definitely say uh, Hyperion Theater would be gone. And for me, even though I think it's like a, it's a great attraction, Tower of Terror, take that out too. We don't need it there. Um, they already have one in Florida, I, and I'm not a big person on carbon copying, so I'm fine with that being gone. But I'm thinking too that you could put a coaster in that whole area because the expansion pad is also behind it, so you could do a coaster inside of there, which would be awesome. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can really say is like the Disney Junior live on stage. I don't know what you could really do with that. I guess you could like. You could say that that's part of Buena Vista Street and just leave it Disney Junior. Because I think Disney Junior is like a good thing to be there. Mm -hmm. But I'm also not going to wait for that. So uh, what, do you guys, what are your guys' thoughts on my uh, gutting of this whole area? I'm on board with everything except for the, uh, the destruction of the Tower of Terror. Look, Tower of Terror was expensive to put up there, but I think a co especially a coaster would you, be awesome. So you want them to cut their losses tear it down and build it. I want coaster. them to cut their losses and just go, we're going to make this a whole new area when we're done with it. Wow. All of that happening, <laughs> I'm just... You know what? I was just thinking too, you could do the coaster as like, it could be the uh, skyline of New York City and basically you're flying with Iron Man through the battle, uh, through the battle of New York. That would be That'd awesome. Be cool. Like, <laughs> you just begrudging like, be cool, but be cool, but Tower of Terror. Just letting you know. <laughs> it's a building in a way of your plan. The thing is, is that Tower of Terror is like a better attraction in Florida anyway. So yeah, it's like it there's no reason for us to have it. And the reason why it was put in there was to like bring more people into DCA. But now with Cars Lane and stuff, Tower of Terror is not like the attraction it was. Well, it's a walk-on basically. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah, Tower Chair has become a walk-on, but with your ideas, you could just make your own land somewhere else, too. Well, no, that's the thing, is that the expansion pad is actually what's supposed to be uh, Marvel coming, yeah. but it's pretty obvious that, like, I know that the, uh, Hollywood is one of the things that they're looking at, and they're like, what do we do with this? Because it's just a bunch of crap right now. Well, uh, why can't we just do it both, like... Like half side of like Monsters Inc and stuff like that, and the other side just you know Marvel and stuff like the whole thing Marvel. You're still you, they you still have the same issue. Somewhere's <laughs> you're you're forgetting that you're talking about Monsters Inc is on one side and then the other side is Tower of Terror. So you're either saying only in the middle part. No, uh, like I mean, I can agree with you. Just take out uh, take away Tower of Terror and just put something else in that area. But on the, you know... Oh, you're saying, like, keep Monstropolis going? Yes. Uh, you can, but um, for okay. me, I'm because, just gonna... Because, I mean, it is a big space, yeah. you know? For me, though, I'm just gonna say cut the losses and go full on with Marvel. Especially, like I said, Disney World cannot do, like, anything with Marvel. So for us, like, it's so much easier for us to throw Marvel inside there. So, like, for us, we could do a whole land dedicated to just Marvel. And I feel like... Especially with each of the movies, like, just doing better and better. It's just, like, it's a no-brainer. I do agree with that, yeah. The one thing I do agree with is the Hyperion Theater. You can just take it out because, really... Like Hunter said, I think he said it more than once. Once you've seen the show, you never need to see it again. So why yeah. have that there? I mean, I know it's popular, but, yeah, it's one of those things that I just see. I'm like, I don't it's need not, this here. 
I don't think it's popular because like when Aladdin was there, there would be days where you'd go in there because it was raining and like no one would be in there. Everyone was in it if it's raining, Courtney. We know that. That's what rain. That's what kept that but, going was the and rain. And I'm putting Frozen <laughs> in it, and like Frozen's already has like its calm down. So I'm like, why are we bringing this in now? Yeah, it's true, but um, yeah. aside from my uh, great example of what we could do with this area, what what are some <laughs> ideas you guys have for what you could do? Anyone want to gut out Tower of Terror with me? No, <laughs> not really. But I've got my idea in place, and it's one that. I'm honestly just piggybacking off of an idea they already had in taking uh, taking the area and saying, hey, okay, hey, it's time to, to take a lot of this, this stuff out because all of it is crap, you know? Up to, uh, to just about where the Hyperion is, tear it all down, rebuild it all up as, as Monstropolis. I'll keep Tower of Terror in the corner. I, I don't care if it's a walk-on. It's a good ride. Give me a high five, Winter. Yeah. But here's my thing. is My thing, you're forgetting lands, though. It has to be lands, unless know, you're keeping but, but you it see, Hollywood land. But you see, here's my thing though, is you can have it up to a certain point, just have it, not not like a stupid doorway or something, but you know, or well, actually, you could just do a giant <laughs> door opening up into this area. <laughs> that is the concept of, uh, of Monstropolis, is that these doors connect you to other things. That is true. true. You can have a door open up on the one side where it's just a wide open giant closet door where you've got Monstropolis. You walk around there, you see all this new stuff, including the door coaster. As you walk through, you get past what will eventually be something else, because I would not keep Hyperion there. Have another giant doorway connecting you to Hollywoodland, which would be Tower of Terror and maybe one or two small things that are sitting there. So your main idea is to do the Monstropolis with what's already there. No, I'm saying we could take down a lot of the stuff that's inside of the area, like around it. But just uh, at a certain point, have it cut off and have this, like, just have, like, an arch with a, you know, fake door on it that opens up into another area. I feel like a Monstropolis, though, it's a, especially, like, the spacing you uh, you guys want to give it, it just turns into, it's like, it's basically Bugs Land. And yeah, I know no one wants to say it yeah. with that, yeah, okay? Don't do that. <laughs> because because it's true, because it's a right small area bat, that you're just like, oh, this will just all be kid stuff. Because right off the bat, you can you, know, you can make it, you know, teenager and stuff friendly by having this coaster, which I would honestly take away uh, stage 17, and I would take down Muppet Vision, Muppet Vision build the, you know, the, the coaster right there. You know, over at the Hyperion, you could probably tear that down and turn it into a, an appropriate ride. Because I think if you take that down, and where um, Flynn's was during the whole Electronica, that thing, take that down, connect That's what the two. was the restaurant. Yeah, see? I'm saying you can connect those two, turn it into another dark well, I'm ride. saying, since that, since it was a restaurant, you know that it already has, like, all the stuff That's for true. it to be a restaurant. So it's easy to keep it That's a restaurant. True. Or, like, okay. more, I think more of a quick service would make more sense, but... But they like restaurants over there. You guys realize you, uh, there's a cast member just writing things out, right? He's like, which side? Josh's side or well, Hunter's side? We, I'm, a, I'm, a <laughs> I'm not going to go for Josh. Josh's side is better, with the exception of tearing down yeah. Tower of Terror. <laughs> you know you know that you agree that Tower of Terror could go. <laughs> I do agree, but I'm saying it's not going to happen. You know what? I agree. I didn't say that it would happen. I said <laughs> if it was up to me, I would just say... I would just say, hey, let's just start over. And by the That's way, my aspect. With my idea, you clearly got, that none of you guys are clearly on board with. 
They have kept other bad Imagineers with terrible decisions. I think they can handle my one fluke if this didn't work. <laughs> you know, I could just picture cast member like writing stuff about Josh saying that, okay, the Avengers, Tower to they just stop right there and like, wait a minute. <laughs> what, what did he say? Let's you know, back up. You really you, that's the thing is I know that I know Disney, like, they don't like they don't like to destroy what's already there. Now, if you can convince them that it'd be worth it, however, they would totally be down for it. Which I assume that was my idea, they would completely be like, Well, you know what? If we're going all in on Avengers, they're like I know that they'd be like, We can do that. Look at Star Wars. They were willing to take the rivers of America and the train and say we're gonna reroute these two things to keep the uh to make it all Star Wars and and then look at Hollywood Studios. How much of Hollywood Studios did they just take out? Okay. And these are things that people were saying, quote unquote, these are the things that make Hollywood Studios what it is. And they were like, nope, not anymore, because now Star Wars is going to be here. Okay, fine. Here, let me put it to you like this. Because if you can convince them, if you can convince them, that means that, even though my idea isn't as popular, that means I could try to convince them to tear this thing down. <laughs> if I can convince them to tear this thing down, you can make another coaster in the corner there, because there's a lot more space there. By the way, my plan would involve destroying Bugland, because that is just a terrible, terrible waste of time. Uh, you know, back with the Avengers one, now if you decide to, I wouldn't say taking down the, the ride, but like just like renaming it, saying like, what is uh Tony uh Tony whatever uh Doctor? Yeah, Please. exactly. Just make that tower there, retheme it, right? And then like inside, like while you're going up, you're on like a little mission, and then like you're going down or up. Oh no, something like oh, that. Oh wait, 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 wait. Really your whole ride. Let me piggyback off you. You could do this. I'm and now this is making me sad. This, this is too making much. me agree with Josh. This is too much work to redo Tower of Terror. But here's now. my thing: is if we're doing that route where you want to just keep it and retheme it, you could easily throw Ultron or Loki in there. Have you like you know be new recruits going up in this elevator? Like oh you know you're gonna go train with Tony and then. Boom! Out of nowhere, you've got Ultron or Loki or someone messing with the frame. Yeah, it's like, I got you. you. And go down, and then Iron Man's like, oh, yeah. I'll pick you up. Iron Man flies on you, starts lifting you. I just want to point out, this is Universal-style uh, storytelling. You are so is what you're dumb. doing. No, that you could that is Ultron, a stretch. Though. That is a stretch, Hunter. And you know, you know that sounds like... Universal trying to convince us that Diagon Alley should be set uh, set in a different time you period. You are terrible. You know <laughs> you, you agree. Terrible. You know the small part of you agrees with me that's like, this is I'm universal saying, storytelling. I'm saying if we're going on board with the retheming of the ride, I'm usually never on board with the retheming of a ride. I'm more in the sense of take down the ride and build something on top of it. Hunter's a universal <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, Josh, you could do Ultron because Ultron was all over like the internet and all that, so he could have taken control of it. So funny. Other than that, Josh just wants to just take down the whole thing and redo it. I'm showing you right <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, Josh is like, if you, if you decide to redo this, this is the complicated nature it becomes. <laughs> this is so yeah. funny. Though. I like this though. <laughs> I like this because it's a funny back and forth, and I'm just curious which Disney executives are listening to us argue about this, and they're probably saying, that, "I've had this argument with you guys before." <laughs> I know, I know, they have the same issue because the thing is is that Disney management has the attitude that you guys have. It's basically don't take out whatever is working. Yeah. So their attitude is going to be automatically Hyperion Theater can't leave because it's popular. <laughs> the um, 
yeah, we can make fun of it all we want about how we don't but, go on it. Yeah. It's a popular thing. Um, Tower of Terror works how it is. Uh, Monsters Inc. is popular. Uh, I'm pretty sure that when they talk about redoing this area, what they're talking about is Muppet Vision, Stage 17, and then that back uh, sound stage where the restaurant used to be. Right. So, like, the thing is, though, that I'm I'm of the aspect, I, you know, and mind you, I'm a nostalgist. I love to look back, uh, to, I, I love things like Carousel of Progress and all that. But the thing is, is that there's also progress is the <laughs> okay. thing that yeah. you're forgetting. <laughs> okay. So it's like, it, what I see is I'm like, Hollywood Land doesn't work as a general. So you need to start from scratch in this area. And like I said, I know that that, like, especially re-theming it as Marvel, I think is the only way that they would agree to doing something that huge because they would see it in the same <laughs> sense that they'd be like, I see the money in that because it's like, if we re-theme parts of it and then destroy certain things and replace it, that is something that I could, I believe you could convince executives on because they would be like, they would see the same thing like, you know, we could do that because yeah, you're right. And then they'd be, they'd see the green light and we could have all of the Avengers there, which makes it even easier. Okay, I'm on board with you for, for one reason. Your little spiel just now has convinced me for one reason and one reason only. Walt Disney himself did in fact say, this place is never going to be complete. And even if, and even though he didn't say this next part, even if it means taking stuff down that we know people like, it's, if it's for the better, they won't mind in the end. Look. I'm a big, uh, everyone knows I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan, but Disneyland is not a museum. <laughs> that <laughs> was a stretch. in a museum. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Well, like, the bottom line, like, they have to do something, because, like, right now, like, even if we pass by, it's, like, super dead right now. Like, people always want to go by, like, Cars Land or, like, whatever. But even, like, Bugs Land, there's, like, more people than, you know, than Hollywood. Yes. Why do you think that restaurant died? Because the restaurant is ba in the back corner, and no one knows where it is, and no one cares to go that far. So even at that, I could, I could even agree to the point that you could take that out and the Hyperion Theater, and you could turn that into, like, my Avengers, like, you know, uh, Skyline... Uh, ride that I'm talking about but the thing is is that you would so in my idea of it turning into you know Avengers and uh Marvel and basically it'd be the streets of New York we wouldn't call it that because this is Disney California Adventure but you yeah. know what I mean but the thing is is Hollywood Tower of Terror would make no sense where it is you would see it like well what is this thing I it's I, like when <laughs> we talk about Matterhorn is that fantasy land? Cause it is. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but it is. But it is. <laughs> uh, either way, if you know the Marvel thing does work, and the Star Wars comes out in Disneyland, it's. I mean, both park is gonna be highly successful oh, because yeah. oh, that would be a huge, uh, a huge to, spur yeah. to each park. And you know how Disney, oh, Disney is. They, you know. Yeah, they want to see the okay. return. Yeah. As well as, you know, this is why, another reason why I'm on board with this. Because we know they're listening to us when they make this plan. I want them to remember that I was also on board because guess what this is also going to do with the whole demand pricing thing. If they were to do this and it was successful with Star Wars then coming out probably roughly around the same time. I, I would assume soon, Star Wars would be, would, uh, would finish first. Yeah. And was that 2017? 18? I thought, no. No, it's, I 17? think it's 17 okay. is it's supposed yeah, to. So it's like, uh, so Star Wars uh, finishes, and then you would probably have the next year would be uh, the Marvel. Yeah. yeah, the Marvel Land would uh, would finish. That would be, it would be perfect, because it'd be like, they would line up with each other, and it would also make the demand pricing look exactly. like it's worth it. 
That's exactly what I'm going to. That's why I'm now on board with your idea of gutting the 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 whole thing. Well, it's it's pure storytelling. It's like the thing is, is you have to keep the story going, and each land has to make sense. I agree. We're, we'll talk about a bug's land and what I would uh, what will knock that down to turn it into some other time, but. For right now, like Hollywood backlot uh, or Hollywood land, whatever you want to call it, is just like they have to do something. Yeah, something has to go on because it's a dead area. There's so much in it. Like it's so much. Uh, the way I see it is, it's so much real estate with nothing going on. I love this because of our really, really funky arguments that were back and forth. It was just, it was, it was fun. But and I agree. Now I do agree a thousand percent with you. If we were in power and you were to pitch this to me after this argument we just had, I'd probably be like, go ahead, demolish it. <laughs> yeah, because I trust it. Really like I said, it. you've got, yeah, mind you, this would be finishing up probably when uh, Avengers Infinity War would be ending and people <clears throat> would be all hyped up already, ready for this. So they'd be, it would just be a no brainer. I just hope that Marvel will stick just to Disneyland, not Disney World. Trying to, you know, copy, paste. Well, I know they will eventually, but by that point, I'm sure they'll have something else to tie it into. Because the thing is, is that for right now and, uh, you know, foreseeable future, Disney World has a lot of restrictions on what Marvel can do. Um, One thing, the one good thing is that characters like Ant-Man and and Guardians of the Galaxy are not owned by Universal for their theme park rights. But for right now, all of the big heroes are. Including Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone tried to tell me that Universal will always be able to have those. I was like, I don't think anyone would sign a contract forever. It's it's a weird thing. Yeah. They're, already, they're already paying Disney out the wazoo to keep the set attractions. Yeah, there's a whole like complicated nature about it. Does anyone else have any other decisions on how they would do this? Or am I just the reigning yeah. champ? I think I think I think you just win this round. I think I won Imagination Pavilion's round. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say um, if uh, I, I just wanted to keep a piece, just break both. Of them. <laughs> I will say um, I can see funny. doing it the way George was saying. You know, you get that side of the park uh, where Monsters Inc. already is. You could turn that into like a small Monstropolis area. You know, of course, take out Muppet Vision Stage Seventeen. And that uh, other stage, uh, that's ba- or sound stage back there, that was a restaurant. That can all turn into a monstropolis. That it is middle, a big area. yeah, that middle area. You could you could actually do part of what I was already talking about with the Avengers stuff. You could do inside of there, and then um, you could probably even like the whole idea. Like I said, with that um, sound stage that was the restaurant and Hyperion Theater, you could take that out and turn it into like an Avengers coaster. Um, you could just do that anyway. You could do, you could have like a melding of everything, but to me, it's just too much like stretching of right. the of the story. I feel like if they did a monstropolis, they could do the Harry Hazens as a restaurant then. Sushi at Disneyland. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that would be well that That's exact. That's all I heard right now was sushi, sushi at Disneyland. But I think that'd be really cool because that's a that's the restaurant that you saw in the movie. It it would work. Um, 
or just get rid of, get rid of Bugs Land and just put it there. <laughs> Boom. <Yeah. laughs> we'll, we'll just talk. some giant cranes in here. <laughs> we'll talk about Bugs Land another time and Toontown too. But uh, just really, I'm quick. sure it's coming. Just really quick, if we do one for the Bugs Land, that's gonna be a very short conversation because we all agree that it just doesn't need to. Be yeah, there. but I think the discussion like will be what to do with that area. That's true. I can tell you right now, even without seeing it, I think Zootopia would be a good idea to throw in there. But I don't know. Quickly, we'll we'll discuss uh, these things um, on another time. So I think we're gonna be moving into our outro soon, I guess. Since uh, I just want to bring this up again, reigning champ right here. You can have this round. Hollywood land is Marvel land. Hunter concedes. <laughs> and, and accepts defeat graciously. <laughs> exactly. And that's all we need. This round. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, we might not be back next week when the FCC gets a hold of Hunter. We <laughs> 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 uh, we're, we're having discussions of what's gonna happen there, but uh, we want to thank you guys once again for listening in on us, and we hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, of course, like always, you can follow me on any social media. I'll be at Geo Disney. That's G I O Disney. And you can email me at Geo Disney 113 at gmail.com. George? Um, well, you can follow me on Instagram, <laughs> J182. Uh, you can follow me until they get a hold of me and, and have me taken off the air. <laughs> I'm on uh, Twitter at Hunter3GATM. And I'm also on Instagram at the Disney Guy 24. Pretty soon to be Hunter used to be 3GATM. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> You're like Hunter's like Howard Stern. He's a shock jock. <laughs> and Courtney? I have an Instagram at Court Giordano, but you She's can find so that on Josh. Of it. <laughs> um, I am. I put a lot of stupid stuff on it. No, but uh, we we of course have a lot of fun. Um, we want to thank you guys though, and uh, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Spreaker. Uh, we want to thank you guys again for listening. Like we said, we we love seeing our viewership going up. Uh, thank you to George for editing and uh, um, working and producing this podcast. Thank you to Dave for being yes. a fan. <laughs> and uh, we want to remind you guys that our season two is coming up in May. So uh, be ready for that and be on the lookout. Yes. Oh, yeah. And for more uh, fun arguments and other things of that nature, you know, you can always catch us on, on earlier ones when we've discussed other, you know, lands to change. I think, I, think this is a, I think this is definitely a good one, though, just the way it argu- the argument came out. Yes. At the bottom line, you guys just helping the cast members. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yes, but uh, you know, like I said, uh, thank you guys once again, and we'll see you guys soon. Cool. See ya. <laughs> Later. Bye. Catch out. Welcome to our tropical hideaway, you lucky people, you. If we were at the show starting right away, we'd be the LBS group. All together in the tiki 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 tiki.